Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 329. Breaking Open, or How to Grow Through Heartbreak. And Progress, It's Not Just About the Numbers. By Nighar Fanuni of nigharfanuni.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Welcome to a Thursday edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is one of five podcasts we read to you from blogs for free so that you don't have to read them yourself, except on Fridays. That's where I answer your questions. Now, we are less than two weeks away from November. By the looks of my house, that should be very obvious to me because my wife has ensconced us in Halloween decorations, so I know that's coming around soon. And don't forget, because it's almost November, we give away a book to a random person on our mailing list on the first of every month. So if you want to be in the drawing, make sure you're on our mailing list at oldpodcast.com. But for now, let's get right to today's two posts as we optimize your life. Breaking Open, or How to Grow Through Heartbreak by Neghar Fanuni of negharfanuni.com. Breaking Open and Breaking Apart while they sound similar, are in fact two very different responses. You see, the struggles are necessary. The roadblocks, the hurdles, the obstacles. I mean, we do have quite a few words to identify them, don't we? Anyway, these challenges are what make us the multidimensional, fully fleshed out beings that we are. In the gym, at work, in our relationships, we will never be immune to the myriad struggles that will shape our character, nor should we aim to be. We will inevitably fail a lift and have lackluster training days. We'll struggle with our diets and our perception of our bodies. We'll have arguments and breakups. We'll get fired or laid off. We'll have difficult coworkers and moments of imposter syndrome as we chase our dreams. But because we spend so much of our time trying to insulate ourselves from struggle, we often aren't prepared to respond to them when they inevitably find their way through our carefully crafted shields. We can all too easily meet challenges by completely falling apart. And when we do so, we miss out on the opportunity to expand from these struggles. Listen, I've done the breaking apart thing. I'm sure you have too. It looks a lot like self-victimization and a prison of our own design. It looks like blame and shame and resentment. It looks a lot like righteous indignation, like pain with no purpose or end in sight, like an oddly familiar attachment to misery. Breaking open, on the other hand, now that's a different story. It looks a lot like sitting with the rawness of our experience and allowing it to stretch us in various directions. It looks a lot like leaning into uncomfortable emotions, unpacking our patterns, and rewriting our narrative. Breaking open is a potent elixir. It burns and stings and heals. Heartbreak can force us to recognize our default ways of being, 
and ask us to examine if those ways are serving us or stealing from us. If we can learn to break open rather than break apart, to sit with the demons and invite them over for a glass of wine rather than allow them to dictate over our very existence, we'll find increasing power and freedom through each and every struggle we face. Progress, it's not just about the numbers. By Nighar Fanuni of nigharfanuni.com. Progression. One, movement forward, especially towards a place or objective. Two, satisfactory development, growth, or advance. Three, advance towards completion, maturity, or perfection. In the first year or two of training, you'll make amazing gains. I remember a few years ago, going from front squatting basically zero to front squatting 115 and being insanely excited. Fast forward a couple of years and a lot of squats later, and I haven't gotten past 160. I used to beat myself up for it, trying to figure out why I suck so badly at front squats. I had it programmed in my mind that if I wasn't moving more weight, I wasn't progressing. My training age is so much higher now, which means that gains don't come on rapidly and are harder to see and feel. I might only put 15 pounds on my squat in the course of a year, and that's being generous. But rather than fall into the I'm not making any progress trap, it's crucial that we begin to change our progress paradigm. The thesaurus cites the following words as synonyms for progress. Development, advancement, growth, gain, and improvement. If you're training intelligently and consistently, chances are you've experienced these things on some level, even if you haven't put more weight on your squat or deadlift or press, etc. Because here's the thing, better is not more, better is better. I got to thinking about this when I realized that although I was squatting 125 pounds five times or 145 pounds three times or 160 pounds one time, for example, I was doing it better. I may not have added load, but I added efficiency. Heavy squats felt easier and smoother. Issues with my knees were basically non-existent. Form and technique were sharper. The feeling I had after a set of squats was one of exhilaration, not fatigue. Isn't this progress? Isn't moving the same load more, yet more efficiently, a substantial form of progress and improvement? But if you move a lot of weight extremely sloppily and set a personal record, is it still progress? We can set new personal records with sloppy Turkish get-ups, ugly squats, not-so-strict overhead presses, and hitching deadlifts. But is this really progress? Is it for the sake of the numbers, rather than the sake of movement? I have found that when I stopped trying so hard to progress, I progressed immensely. True, the only way to get stronger and more powerful is to progressively place a demand on the body. But does that have to mean more or heavier? Not necessarily. Simply moving more efficiently, performing the same lift, but doing so with relative ease, this is progress. I'm still doing get-ups with a 28-kilogram kettlebell, just like I was five months ago. But now when I do it, it's smooth, it's solid. I pick it up, and I know that without question, I will complete it without fear of losing it. I'm not in a hurry to move up to the 32-kilogram kettlebell in an effort to set a new personal record. I'm not ready. Should you strive to get stronger, faster, better? Absolutely. But chances are that stressing out about setting personal records is not the most efficient way to get there. Practice, train, groove good movement patterns, and challenge yourself consistently and intelligently. If you do that, progress will become an inevitable outcome. You just listened to the posts titled Breaking Open, 
or how to grow through heartbreak, and progress. It's not just about the numbers. By Nick Harfanuni of nickharfanuni.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. One of my students emailed me the other day and they said they've been tracking their macros. They've been keeping such good track of everything, but now they can't understand why it's not working for them anymore why being accountable and logging everything isn't working anymore. And I basically had to tell them what Ms. Fanuni said. It's not just about the numbers. I asked, how do you feel about the foods you're eating? How do you feel about your progress so far? How are your clothes fitting? How's your sleep? These are all so important factors to consider instead of just focusing on those numbers. Because this is what life is all about. You wanna be able to enjoy the journey along the way. So I had to help the student reframe why they're doing all of this to themselves. They were getting frustrated. They needed to rediscover why this was so important to them. So think, is it really about the numbers for you or is it about something much, much more? Now don't forget, we're gonna be doing another book giveaway in less than two weeks. So if you wanna be part of that, plus get some free spreadsheet tools from us and lots more, come by oldpodcast.com and join the weekly newsletter. It's totally free, and it's a great way to show your support. Again, you can join at oldpodcast.com. That wraps up Thursday's episode. Thank you, as always, for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber to the show. I hope you have a great rest of your Thursday. I'll see you back here on the Q&A show tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show, and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together, we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.